This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the third Sunday of Easter, the 30th of April. One of the most visited places in our capital, London, is the National Gallery. And one of the most viewed exhibits is the Supper at Emmaus by the 17th century Italian artist Caravaggio. One of the most extraordinary features of his work is the acute contrast of dark and light. We're told that Caravaggio had killed a man in a duel and was on the run. The supper at Emmaus reflects something of the inner anguish and fear that he was experiencing. The supper is reduced to some bread on a linen cloth, the breaking of which somehow convinces the two disciples that this is Jesus risen from the dead, as the Gospel of St Luke tells us today. This event, not perhaps so well known as the Passion and other resurrection narratives, tells of two disciples who have fled Jerusalem in fear, rather like Caravaggio himself having fled Rome after killing a man. The two disciples had not killed Jesus, but perhaps they feared they might be next. Certainly, when Jesus finds them on the road, they are sad and crestfallen. They tell him all that they'd experienced, the crucifixion, the death, the burial, and the empty tomb. In reply, Jesus speaks not of politics and fear, but of the scriptures from Moses and the prophets, which foretold his life, but they still do not know him. Was it dark, perhaps? Did he look so different after his resurrection. These men knew the promise of Jesus rising from the dead, but instead they speak of him as belonging to the past, as a lost opportunity. They are a living picture of discouragement. But their hearts did burn within them, and they wished to detain him. So he stays with them at the inn, and they do recognise him eventually in that familiar gesture of the breaking of bread. In the Caravaggio canvas, the brightest area is the clean linen cloth on the table, on which rests the bread. St Augustine says that this bread is the body of Christ, and it appears just as his body had lain in the clean linen cloths in the tomb. The bread is broken, as his body was on the cross, as it was in the feeding of the 5,000, all pointing towards the miracle of the Eucharistic real presence. This is why Sunday is the most important day of the week, the day of resurrection, the day of the Lord. That is why we come to Mass every week. The disciples on the road to Emmaus are even a model for us in more ways than are immediately apparent. They encouraged Christ in despondency, fearful and joyless. Sometimes, maybe often, we come to Mass weighed down with all kinds of personal, family and professional anxieties. They listened to him, but they did not really hear what he was saying. We hear the word of God so often that perhaps we've become too used to it, too familiar with the mystery that it fails to touch us anymore. Those disciples were awestruck. We too ought to be awestruck with what St John Paul II called that Eucharistic amazement. You know, if we were 
in some appalling debt and someone, a, a wealthy relative or friend, came to bail us out with the cash we needed, I think we'd be awestruck and full of gratitude as we watched them write out the cheque. Christ has paid a far greater debt for us. And we watch each week as Christ makes present our redemption, like the two disciples, transfixed with gratitude and amazement for what is happening here. Pope St John Paul II reminds us, Eucharistic devotion should be centred above all on the celebration of the Lord's Supper, which perpetuates the pouring out of his love on the cross. But it has a logical prolongation in the adoration of Christ in this divine sacrament, in the visit to the Blessed Sacrament, in prayer before the tabernacle, as well as in those other exercises of devotion, both personal and collective, private and public, which you have been practising for centuries. Jesus waits for us in the sacrament of his love. Let us not be mean with our time when it comes to going to meet him in adoration, in contemplation that is filled with faith and disposed to make reparation for the grave faults and crimes of the world. To merely human eyes, all that is seen on the altar is bread on the linen cloth, like the Caravaggio canvas, light on bread on white linen. For human sight, that is all there is to see. To eyes of faith, it is the very body of the risen Christ. Our response to recognising him must ever be the invocation, the plea of those two disciples. Stay with us, Lord, for it is dark. May our Blessed Lady, the woman of the Eucharist, remain with us also constantly, and so bring us to the bread of life, the bread of light. Let us pray. May your people exalt forever, O God, in renewed youthfulness of spirit, so that, rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in confident hope to the rejoicing of the day of resurrection. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.